I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. was enjoying that music so much and then someone started playing ping pong on our new table here at our odyssey studios nice back in very nice (laughs) love starting a new year with a fantastic prize for take on woods we'll play here in a couple of minutes uh but we've got this month a getaway to the win las vegas and uh tickets to comedian sebastian Maniscalco uh, has a new residency at the iconic Encore Theater at the Wynn Las Vegas. You get tickets, you get the stay. All you have to do is take on Woods in our musical trivia challenge coming up here in a few minutes. Beater Ty Woods will put your name into the hopper, but you do have to call to play 833-288-0973. 833-288-0973. Be our first contestant here in 2023. You can get in now. Paulie will answer the phones. We'll play here usually around seven oh eight seven oh nine. We get started. I mean, I'm I'm not the only one dragging uh, Odyssey this morning for its lack of water and addition of a ping pong table. Everyone on Twitter is tweeting us uh, about the app not working. New Year, same Odyssey app. So I I don't know what to do. I wish I I wish I had a solution. I did see they're guys. on it though. They are trying to fix it. So keep checking back. Okay. Well, they can't trouble. hear this. Well, maybe they're listening on the on radio, radio and then can check back on the app later. It would. It's frustrating. Well, I mean, you know, New year. you have to deal with frustration in life. You think you Giants were a little frustrated with the whole Carlos Correa situation, and now maybe the Mets a little frustrated? What's going on? Uh, while we were gone, we thought Carlos Correa was a Giant. When we, when we, okay, so timeline it for me. Okay, I think, um, I think when we finished the year last year on the air, 
Carlos Correa, we were waiting for the introductory news conference. It ha- Didn't it happen that day? It might have, yes. That, where, for the San Francisco Giants, they were going to introduce Carlos Correa as their new shortstop for the next 11, 12 years, right? So then, um, as they canceled abruptly the news conference, and then it came out that there was something wrong with his medicals. And everyone started to speculate. And then what happened, and I, I played golf with a Giants fan, and he said to me, he goes, dude, I thought it was like a case of buyer's remorse. Like they looked for something and they said, we can't do this. They saw some reaction. A lot of maybe. people were blaming like Giants ownership yeah. and Farhan, getting cold feet. Yep. yep, getting cold feet and having buyer's remorse. Like I just spent that much money on a car. What was I thinking? I got I to gotta, I gotta get rid of it. We've all done it. We've all bought things and gone, I can't afford that right now. What am I doing, you idiot? Um, but then, so the Mets and Boris... Within the day. Within the day, he goes out and secures his guy a new deal for the New York Mets. Now, I read yesterday about 14 articles on this, and the conclusion that I came to, Ben, is this. I know nothing. Nobody knows anything. Okay? Nobody knows anything other than there's something in that dude's leg, one of his extremities, that is making it very hard to just pull the trigger. So I was playing golf the other day with my buddy. He's a Giants fan. He goes, I will say, I felt a little better. I felt a little better when the same thing happened with the Mets. Now, I feel for Carlos Correa, uh, certainly, this is unprecedented, though. This is I, I called my buddy who was an agent, and I said, does this ever happen? He goes, not to my knowledge. I mean, two mega deals. One is already done and canceled. The other one is tenuous at best. I saw the, the percentage number I saw, which was weird, was 55% chance against them. Not 50, 55. So they were leaning a little bit more favorable that he will be a member of the New York Mets. When that came out, that they're now concerned about it, the other thing that came out that, that was interesting is that Boris and Correa are not interested in a one-year deal, and they're not interested, Ben, in really doing a lot of altering to the contracts to say, well, if you only play 75 games, you're only going to get this. He doesn't want to do a whole lot of that because Boris did make a good point in one of the articles I read. Hey, man, whatever this is, he can play through it, and he's shown that. He's played, I think, 89% of the games in the last three years. Honestly, in the world of baseball these days, there's not healthy guys that play 89% of, of the That's games. That's what's so fascinating to me. We see all the time deals all the time for guys who are injury risks. Pitchers like Corey Kluber, and you got to take a an incentive-laden deal with appearances, bonuses, and, sure. and things like that. And it makes perfect sense. Hey, we'll pay you, but only if you're healthy and you produce and are out there. But Carlos Correa isn't one of those guys. He has been out there. He has produced consistently with the Astros and then with the Twins. He has played the vast majority of the games out there. Nothing out of the ordinary. You wouldn't say that Carlos Correa has been an injury-prone player in his career. He's been a durable player, so this that's is the, all... That's the weird part. This is all speculative. This is all scans and doctors' opinions, and doctors don't always agree, but this is all trying to kind of forecast what the next three, five, seven, ten years of Carlos Correa might look like and how much trouble a team might be in if they do sign a player. I mean, yeah, if I was an owner and a doctor came to me and said, yeah, I know he's been out there, but I think there's a a reasonable chance that he could play two years and have a devastating leg injury 
and he may never get back onto the field for you, or he may never be the same player again. I think, wait, do I want to give this guy $300 million when he could be a ticking time bomb after just a year or two of that contract? And listen, make no mistake, every single person that you sign to a 10, 11, 12, 13, 15-year deal is a risk. It's a risk. We've seen it here in San Diego, right? We have seen it here with our beloved Prince, Fernando Tatis Jr. That's a risk that they took. So far... That risk has not really paid off. And I Manny think, Machado was also a risk, and, and that, that one has out. so far. Absolutely. So if there's one team, though, I feel, that could absorb, that could play the risk-reward game and say, look, let's get what we can out of Carlos Correa. If he needs to go on the, the IL for six months, we'll be fine. It's the New York Mets. It's Steve Cohen. It's funny money to him. So it's not a deal that you look at and go, well, the Mets will never recover financially from this. I- I'm surprised as hell that they haven't just, you know, red stamped it. And, and is that a thing? Red stamping? Or or what is that? What am I, what's the phrase I'm looking for? Rubber stamping. Rubber stamp. <laughs> what is a red stamp? Rubber stamped it and pushed it through and said. Hold on. Remix. Yeah, remix. <laughs> we'll, fill, we'll figure it out. Like, we'll figure it out. This guy's on the field. He's ready to go. So if you're Correa right now, you're like, oh, my God. I mean, it's a terrible, terrible position to be in. Now, as an NL West Padres fan, I kind of thought, oh, this could be just devastating to the Giants. The centerpiece of their offseason is gone, and I'm sure there's still some of that. However, I kind of still like what the Giants have done in the offseason. I mean, yeah, a couple of risky moves, Mitch Haniger and now Michael Conforto uh, coming in. But two guys with enough upside that if they do work out, uh, the Giants aren't going to be, you know, a team you can just forget about and say, "Oh, they've got no chance." They, they, those guys are good enough if they do play healthy and they do, you know, stay on the field, that they could turn the Giants into a team that, you know, that coming off of a 107 win season two years ago, is not something you can just say, "Well, don't worry about the Giants this year; it's going to be fine." Giants are still someone to think about in the NOS. No doubt. I mean, obviously they're way, way, not way worse, but they're worse without a Carlos Correa. You don't want a winner, proven winner, competitor, fiery, the whole bit, a guy that can put a team on his back uh, on one leg, seemingly, like our, our captain here, Manny Machado, can put a team on his back and carry them. He has that ability, and they don't, they're not going to have that. So that will help tremendously to not have him in the NOS. But again, with the new schedule, not sure how much it's going to matter. Um, but it's better to get him to you know New York, and we'll see. We'll see if he ends up in New York. If he ends up somewhere else, it's it's up in the air right now. There's been nothing. There's been no news in in a few days about it. All right, we'll get back to some more baseball talk in a little bit, including some comments from uh, Sean Manaya on his way out the door oh, up to San Francisco. Boy. By the way, oh, speaking of boy. Giants, that we'll get to at the bottom of the hour. Right now, though, we got a contestant. It's time to bring it back in 2023. Let's get to some take on Woods. It's time for Take on Woods. Take on Woods. Take on Woods. Brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. All right, let's see if I remember how to do this. Contestant on the line, Jason, you are first up this year on Take on Woods. How are you doing this morning, Jason? Doing fine. Good morning. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. All right, Woods has left the studio, so it's uh, up to you first. If you can beat or tie him, here's what you are playing for in the month of January. We've got two tickets 
to Sebastian Maniscalco in a one-night stay at the Wynn Las Vegas. Following 19 sold-out shows last year in his brand-new Netflix special titled Is It Me? Comedian Sebastian Maniscalco is set to return to the iconic Encore Theater at Wynn Las Vegas with his brand-new residency January 6th and 7th, March 3rd and 4th, May 27th and 28th. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Tom. All right, you get to pick our category, first one of the year here in Take on Woods. Here are your choices. Jason, it's just a job. Five songs that all include the name of a profession or a career. Don't go. In other words, stay. Five songs that include the word stay in the title. And bottoms up. Five song titles that end with the word up. So, Jason, of those three, it's just a job. Don't go. Or bottoms up. What would you like to play? Uh, let's go with Don't Go. Don't Go. In other words, Stay. We have five songs for you all with the word Stay in the title. You'll have 60 seconds to try to answer as many of the five as you can. If you don't know one, you can pass. We'll come back to it if there's time remaining on the clock. And we will start with our first two-second song of the year. Polly will play a short clip of a song that includes the word Stay in the title. You need to give me both that title and the artist to score that point, and we'll go on from there. Jason, are you ready to play? I am. All right, 60 seconds on the clock for the first time in 2023. The time begins when Paul plays our music. Good luck, Jason. Let's take on Woods. Uh, pass. All right, which iconic disco classic is featured during the opening credits of the movie Saturday Night Fever? Staying Alive. Correct. Which soulful hit about a one-night stand earned England's Sam Smith the Grammy for Record of the Year in 2015? Uh, so, gosh, Stay the Night? Incorrect. Which 1982 yeah. hit by The Clash asked the question we're all thinking about after about 30 minutes of a dull Christmas party? Should I stay or should I go? Correct. Which Blink-182 song title sounds like something two unhappy parents might do and was written by Tom DeLonge about his own parents' divorce? Uh, Stay together for the children, for the kids. Correct. Let's go back to the two-second song. Oh, God, it's on the... <laughs> um, oh, time is up. It was uh, Let's Stay Together, <laughs> even whispered there in the Let's open by Al Green. Uh, but you did get Staying Alive, Should I Stay or Should I Go by The Clash and Stay Together for the Kids. You did not get Stay With Me by Sam Smith. So that's a three out of five score. Hang on the line, Jason. It is time for Woods to come in. His disadvantage, the handicap as it were, is that he doesn't get the category. So he stays in the dark. Same 60 seconds, same five questions. We'll begin with that two-second song again. Good luck, Woods. Let's take on Jason. Let's stay together, Al Green. Correct. Which iconic disco classic is featured during the opening credits of the movie Saturday Night Fever? Um, uh, pass. Which soulful hit about a one-night stand earned England Sam Smith the Grammy for Record of the Year in 2015? Pass. Which 1982 hit by The Clash asked the question we're all thinking about after 30 minutes of adult Christmas party? Uh, should I stay or should I go? Correct. Which Blink-182 song sounds like something two unhappy parents might do and is written by Tom DeLonge about his own parents' divorce? Oh, this is the Apple Juice song. Uh, stay Together for the Kids. Correct. Which iconic disco stay classic? Alive. Correct. Which soulful hit about a one-night stand earned England Sam Smith the Grammy for Record of the Year in 2015? 
stay the night. Ooh, good guess. <laughs> good guess. It stay Jason with me. Jason the exact same guess. Did he? But <laughs> yes, he did. It stay with me. But with four to three, <laughs> Woods, you have opened the year with a victory Something in 2023. Stay. Yeah, the category was called Don't Go. but Don't Go. Okay. Stay, stay. And stay in all the titles. I like it. That's how you start the year off right. With a win. Good try, Jason. You were certainly uh, gave it a yeoman's effort and feel free. It's a great phrase. Try again. <laughs> it's a great phrase. The yeoman's. I'm doing the yeoman's work. <laughs> Such a good phrase, Ben. All right. We got Don't Do This for the first time in 2023 next. Oh, yeah. Skip Bayless. I've got Skip a... Um, remember the whole Ben Higgins, Ben Higgins situation with The Bachelor? Yeah. I've got kind of a golf version of that for you here. This is fantastic. <laughs> I saw this story <laughs> yesterday. It's brilliant. So we'll brilliant. get to that coming up next after a check of traffic here with Ben Woods on 97.3 The Fan. If you say that you are mine I'll be here till the end of time so you got to let me know Should I stay or should I go It's always tease, tease, tease You're happy when I'm on my knees One day is fine and next is black So if you want me off your back Well come on and let me know should I stay or should I go? Should I stay or should I go now? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Don't do this. It's time for Don't do this. What were you thinking? Three stories from the world of sports that make us all shake our heads. Why? How many times do I have to tell you? I'm sorry, I fudged up, guys. You idiot. You moron. You're a dumbass. The apple sometimes does far fall from the tree. Don't do this. Do not tweet that. With Ben and Woods. I like a Nickelback song or two. On 97.3 The Fan. When we started this show way back in, what, 2018, mm-hmm. our first shows, and started Don't Do This probably 
just a few weeks few after weeks that. Yeah. Would you have ever thought 2023, we'd still be checking in on the stories that make you shake your head with Hannah saying, don't do this in the morning. Do it every day. Every day, multiple, multiple times a day. Uh, I'll get us started, Ben, in the new year. As everything unfolded uh, last night in the DeMar Hamlin situation, my it's it's weird that our brains are trained this way. At least mine is. My first thought was, oh, God, edgelords, please just keep your edge to yourselves. Please, I'm begging you to keep your edge to yourselves. As you see all the, the players crying, you know, some of them couldn't look at the incident, what was going on. They had their... their they had him circled. There was a giant prayer circle. There's ambulance. There's somebody doing CPR. And I thought to myself, now is not the time for the edgelord take. But I knew. I knew it would come. I knew it would. Got a couple of really, really edgelordy takes. Skip Bayless, uh, to much to no one's surprise, had one. And Ben and I both agreed off air. Had he worded this in reverse, he might have been okay. He really might have been okay. But he didn't. Tweeted last night, right after the incident, no doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of this game. But how? This late in the season? A game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome. Which suddenly seems so irrelevant. At the very end, he says it seems irrelevant. Again, time, place. Then I saw this absolute banger from this guy who uh, his account no longer uh, exists. His name is Leonardo Pagnotti. Oh, he tweeted, hey, NFL, let's continue this game. You don't see games paused with other injuries. Bills, Bengals, I got a parlay to win. He then doubled down on that. by is that re- a real person? I it, thought that it was is. a fake account. No, it's a real guy. And then he says, this is what they sign up for. It's legally in their contract. Let's continue playing this football game at NFL. It's very edgelordy. It's very edgelordy. I will say that I didn't see what I was really worried about seeing. Because, you know... And it was championship Sunday in a lot of fantasy leagues. Oh, yeah. I saw a little. And, you saw know, a little I, the fantasy I mean, there bet. could certainly be a situation where, hey, you're down to the last day and you've got Joe Burrow or you've got Josh Allen as your last player and you're leaving like 10 points to win your championship. And you go, no, we can't fi- not finish this game. Deal with it. Yeah, split, you're going to be Split fun. the championship. Split, split the title. Yep. Donate, you're gonna be okay. donate it to DeMar Hamlin's charity. Do something nice as opposed to whining and complaining about a game that didn't get played uh, on Monday Night Football because a a guy is fighting for his life in the hospital. Literally. You know, we can deal with it. We can figure out how to move on. We're just fans. It's just, it's entertainment for us. It's life and death. It's their livelihood for these guys. And you could not expect anybody to go back out on that field at that point. Oh, yeah. And just play a game. As though the guy had, you know, torn his ACL or something. Yeah, they continue on when guys tear their ACL. That's different. That's part of football. They certainly understand guys are going to get hurt and we have to continue to play. You don't have to, you can't watch one of your teammates and friends undergo CPR on the field, taken unconscious in an ambulance away and say, go do your work. You tweeted something last night I thought was true. Absolutely I- remarkable about. 9/11. When, when you were working in a sales office yeah. on 9-11. In radio, by the way. I was in radio sales. And we were, this is way back in the day before you had TVs plastered on every wall in every office you went to. I'm not kidding you when I say that there was one tiny little TV and the radio station that I worked for at the time ran a long-ass microphone out to 
the television, Ben, and put it up next to the television to transmit what they were saying on CNN or whatever it was onto our airwaves at 97.1, um, the Eagle back in Dallas. But we had a, so we're all standing around watching, just, you know, chins at our chest. And we had a manager come up and give it the, hey guys, all right, enough, let's break this up, let's hit the phones. And it was like, oh, no. Now, I mean, look, I'm not. And gonna, call who? Yeah. Hey, John's RV Company. <laughs> would you like to buy some radio advertising? Are you not watching what's going yeah, on right now? Yeah, you not see like the world ending in front of you? And it, so, yeah, that that didn't surprise me at all uh, when I when I heard that because that happens all the time. That we the stories that came in, my God, uh, on my tweet, where one guy said one guy said that um, he gave his he had to give his daughter CPR and got her back to life and was in an ambulance, texted his boss, and his boss was like, cool, can you just forward over everything you didn't get to today? He's like, are you kidding? You're kidding. Like, just have some compassion, some sympathy. No one cares about your parlay. No one cares about this NFL game. This guy's mom was in the stands last night watching her son, you know, intubated and, and is in a hospital now. So just... Just don't be don't be an edgelord in 2023. All right, story two on Don't Do This, much more lighthearted. We had fun with my the confusion between Ben Higgins and Ben Higgins, The Bachelor, yes. on the ABC television show. A little understandable, though, as I worked at an ABC and still do, television station. He was on an ABC channel. You getting sent his paychecks, though, but, yeah, is he, one of my favorite stories of all time. He probably didn't like that I started getting his five-digit checks for his podcast, and it made out to me, not to him. They were made out to me with my address. I could have gone and cashed them, but I didn't. I got them back to him. It all worked out in the end, and it's a funny story to tell. Something similar happened to PGA Tour golfer Scott Stallings, who qualified for the Masters coming up in April by making it to the PGA Tour Championship. Now, you qualify, but you always have to get that official notice from the committee at Augusta National that you're in. They send it out. He's He's been in before, but he hasn't played since 2014, so he's been eagerly anticipating the letter in the mail. It's a nice little package. Comes, you get it every year. When you're in the Masters, hey, you've been formally invited to the field. Hadn't come. He was going like, uh-oh, what, what did I do? Did I do something wrong? Have they blackballed me? Have they blacklisted me? And then all of a sudden, Scott Stallings gets this DM on his Twitter feed. <laughs> And it goes like this. Hi, Scott. My name is Scott Stallings as well. And I'm also from Georgia. And my wife's name is Jennifer, too. And it goes on with Instagram. We have a condo at blank blank. And I received a FedEx today from the Masters inviting me to play in the Masters tournament April 6th through 9th, 2023. I am 100 sure this is not for me. But I play. But wow. Nowhere near your level. It's a very nice package, complete with everything needed to attend. I think we have some confusion because names are wife's names and geographical location. I can be reached at blank, and I am more than happy to send this package to you. Yes, the Masters sent their invitation to the wrong Scott Stallings for their tournament. I, it would have been gutsy for the other Scott Stallings to just would have been show up at Augusta National Shows with his invitation that morning, in and they're like, who are you? are you? And he's like, uh, I got my input. They're like, okay. <laughs> he hooks one first hole, dusts it off the team. <laughs> <laughs> you invited me. Mm. God, that was great. That was great. Oh, pretty funny. And for uh, Doo this, woke, uh, walked D-D in this morning. Mega Doo Walked in this morning, and there was a, uh, a card, an envelope 
in front of my computer, and it was made out to Ben and Woods, and I got this. I want to read it for you guys. Sweetest people ever. To Ben and Woods, thanks for blessing me and my son this Christmas. I send our blessings to you guys as well. From Ray Robinson, our beloved security guard. Our head the, of security. Yep. And his mama. From Janie, the winter meeting. Janie Thomas. One and of the recipients of our uh, our extravaganza gift cards. On our last show. That made my morning. That is that is great. That made so my glad. morning. So thank you, Ray. Thank you, Janie, um, for just being you guys, and hope you had a great Christmas. And thank you to all of the sponsors yep. that made it possible. Let's see who do we have. We had Hannah. Yep. And then Carol Group. We had Seven Mile Casino, and, and we had Bird, Bird Rock, Rock. Bird Rock. Coffee yep. Roasters that made those gift cards possible during our extravaganza. So thank you to all of them as well. And that's Don't and Do Do This for our first Tuesday here in 2023. That was Don't Do This with Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. All right, as you said, we didn't miss anything earth-shattering in terms of Padres' acquisitions. We talked about Matt Carpenter, how we think that's big, Seth Lugo earlier. I know you were hot to trot, though, when you saw the comments from now former Padre Sean Manaya after arriving with the San Francisco Giants, his new team, couldn't, over I, our break. I couldn't believe it, man. I couldn't. I, I, I always liked Sean. And I, I look at him now, and I'm I, I'm really, really mad. I'm very mad. All right, if you missed it, we will... Uh, like get, woodshed mad, almost. We'll get into Sean Manaya and uh, what he had to say. Just uh, I think it was just last week, coming up next with Ben and Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. And here, the NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. trouble remembering what things happened before we finished up the year and what things happened after pre-v or post-v exactly or i know we said goodbye to a couple old friends will myers signing with the cincinnati reds yeah uh brandon drury off to the angels. los angeles angels yep. and to the white Sox. we talked to we him. talked to him yeah so i know that happened before and sean Manaya uh signing with the san francisco giants during the break, but as he was welcomed in San Francisco, some comments that certainly didn't sit Ooh, well mama. with Stephen Woods and some other Padres fans. We'll get into those right after check traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. Now I recognize there's a 
more than a twinge of hypocrisy in in this whole segment because as somebody that covers the team and covers sports and sports players and and all of that, all we ever say is, hey, man, just be genuine. Just be honest. Honesty goes a long way. I am disagreeing with myself now. Once I read the comments made, Ben, by Sean Manaya uh, in his first Zoom with, I guess, the San Francisco media, and here are some of those comments. Quote, as much as it sucks to have the year I had last year, I think going forward it was probably the best thing for me as far as lighting a fire under my butt and really getting my routines down. I realize that I can't just stay in this game if I'm going to be lazy. It's kind of disrespectful to the people that have come before me, that are coming after me. It really made me realize I have to put the work in. And I read this and I went, well, if a pennant race doesn't motivate you to put the work in if playing with the guys that you were playing with out there doesn't motivate you to put the work in if playing for a city that showed up for you every effing night doesn't motivate you if playing for Bob Melvin who was your manager in Oakland doesn't motivate you are you beyond motivation not to mention a walk here you're going into Jesus free agency Christ, ben. it's unbelievable <laughs> i mean i i usually the complaint is the other way that a guy will Absolutely, you know, kill himself that last year before free agency. Absolutely. Yeah, he will spend an entire year eating no carbs, no sugar, working on a million times, trying to have the best season of his life so he can sign a giant contract and then... Well, then you let yourself go a little bit. All right, I got an eight. That's deal. always the worry. I'm good. That's, That's always the worry. the worry. You usually don't have to worry about guys when they are in the final year of their contract. They're in their prime, and they know, hey, if I have a great season, hey, if I go sixteen and eight yeah. with a three year, I'm going to crash. I'm going to sign a hundred million dollar <laughs> contract this year. Oh, which by the way, if you're seeing what they're giving out in free agency this year to to pitchers. Absolutely believable. A lefty that can, you know, get touch mid nineties uh when he's on. So yeah, obviously we all thought it was a steal when we picked him up last year, Ben. And he started gangbusters. Damn near threw a no hitter in his first game uh against the Arizona Diamondbacks. A guy that by all of our interactions with him, as cool as the other side of a pillow, seemingly everybody loved him. How do you do that though? How do you how do you let yourself go in that season? I can look brass tacks, man. If this team is on a seventy-five win pace, okay, I guess I can kind of understand. Even though that's not how I'm wired, and that's not how anybody in this room is wired. In September, dude. In September, it, you know, the dude. Season's over. Of course, man. In September, dude. So yeah, I can I guess kind of understand that a little bit. Not a lot though, because they're making. Buku dollars, man. Tons of money. But I do understand there's a human element to this game and the grind of what are we actually out there competing for right now other than pride. It's not enough for some guys. It's enough for me, but it's not enough for some. And he's one of those guys. In a pennant race, man, in a, in a, uh, on a team that had aspirations of winning a World Series, on a team that came that close. By the way, a team... That 1,000% had he put the work in, that would have been his ball in game four. Period. That's his ball. He's our four. How do you let that happen? Also, man, I guess you can't, you can't put, you should put the blame squarely on him, but I think something, I think it, I think that Bob Melvin and Ruben Niebla and, you know, AJ Preller and those guys, they saw something too because that dude just didn't pitch toward the end of the year. So I don't know if that was punishment. I don't know what it was. 
Uh, but man, he got lazy and he got bad. He was really, really bad. Ben in June, he was one and zero with a three seven three. Had five starts, twenty nine innings. August, he was one and two with a seven eight eight ERA, throwing just twenty four innings. Allowed eleven home runs in forty eight innings. Man, he quit on himself and he quit on the San Diego Padres. And I know you, lifelong San Diego Padres fan, you've said this a million times over the years. One of the things you hated most about being a Padre fan were that guys would come here to play golf. They'd come here and go, well, it's a badass city to live in. You know, uh, it's beautiful weather. Um, yeah, I mean, who wouldn't want to go out and play these golf courses? Tory Pines is right there. The beach, my family loves it. My kids are happy. I'm going to go to San Diego. I'm going to get a check, and I'm going to cruise. I thought those days were done. I thought that was over. It's one of the reasons I loved when Matt Carpenter and yes. I was on that Zoom. You mentioned it earlier. Yes. Hey, no offense, but I'm not coming to San Diego for the weather. I uh, want to win. I, I win. And we don't know you know, what would have happened, what would have been different. Of course not, man. However, but you want the best effort. However, if you had the Sean Manaya from the first couple of months of the season in playoff time, you really like the Padres' chances. Getting that 4 nothing lead against the Phillies in, what was that, game four? And if you had a decent Sean Manaya, you, you're probably winning that game at that point, and you're evening the series, and everything's different. I mean, everything is different at that point. The Padres really were one starting pitcher short in the playoffs. And yeah. that guy, it would have been nice if it was Clev, but his problems weren't from his lack problems of were injury. His problems were physical. You know what? And after hearing that, I give. Clev, so much more of a pass than I give Sean Maniah. I really do. We, we've talked to Clev a thousand times, and we know the work that that dude was putting in to come back. It just didn't ha- he just didn't have it. Sean Maniah had it. He just didn't use it. And the, you know, if you've ever seen the Bronx Tale, buddy, nothing worse in life than wasted talent. And this is what really sucks. Now I'm going to go to a division rival, and I'm really going to get my ass together. You hate that. You hate to see that. Well, I you can say it. Well, you can say it. You Will got, it yeah. really happen? I don't know. You I, got, I, I still think Sean Mania is a good person. I do, too. I like him. I like Sean Mania. I hated those comments. I hated them. And it just is not a mentality that can invade that clubhouse ever again. It just can't. If you want to be a winning organization, you can't got, have guys in August, man, getting fat and happy and just going out there, going through the motions. You just can't. It does boggle my mind, though, and I'm certainly not someone who holds myself to you know, the exacting standards of, of putting together the physical work of having to be you know like a Major League Baseball player. But if I was, if I was getting paid and I had to walk into a clubhouse seeing Manny Machado and I Juan did. Soto no doubt. every single day, I think I'd be pretty scared to do anything other than everything I possibly could to help their team be a winner. Really. I mean, like, all right, hey, if I can get to the offseason and I go somewhere else, if this isn't for me, fine. But while I'm here, and I'm, while I'm in the clubhouse with a guy like Joe Musgrove. Oh, dude, yeah. They, they were friends. They, they went to Antarctica together after the season. So obviously they still like each other, but I would have that respect. There's no way I would be doing anything less than everything I could to try to make that team, that season that I was there, into a winner. It just sucks. And and to know that you came, you know, that that close and, you know, had a guy been putting in the effort and the work. Now, listen, it's baseball, man. You can be the most prepared. You could be the most practiced. And you could still go 0 for 4. I've been trying to explain that to my son uh, every day. Uh, that, look, all of these guys work their – most of these guys work their tails off, and they'll still take it 0 for 16, right? They're prepared. 
They go to the ballpark every day. They watch their film. They study. They hit. And you go out there, and it's just a weird, weird game. But to admit that you, you mailed it in in the middle of the season, Allen tweets in. He says, maybe Sean Mania is referring to his off-season preparation, wearing down the final months because he didn't put in that work playing for the A's. No, he, he was talking about mid-season, and, and I think he referenced that in his quotes, too, about, you know, I got lazy in the middle of the year. And you saw it. You saw the results be terrible, and you saw them stop trusting him at all and not, not using him. So maybe they did. I'm sure they did know. And that is why he didn't pitch a lot. But that chaps my – it just chapped my ass, man. It rubbed me the wrong way. I'm sorry. Like, if you want to win a World Series – you let's let's be honest. You, If you were fat and lazy and happy and you didn't do anything, you don't have to tell anybody that. You can go through the motions and just pretend. Just fake it till you make it. But the fact that now we have a rejuvenated, on-fire Sean Mania pitching up the road in San Francisco – um, you know, that sucks, man. It sucks. And that that attitude cannot exist in that clubhouse anymore if you be a winner. It just can't. And yet he still got twenty five. Twenty five million bucks. Imagine what he could have got with it, like you said, the sixteen and eight record, Benny. You're talking he's gonna double that. He would double that. At least. At least double that. So I mean, look, at the end of the day, he didn't just hurt himself. I think he hurt the San Diego Padres. Again, we all loved him. Everyone rooted hard for him. And it's just a, it was a bummer to hear that. I'm not trying to be edgy or anything like that. It really chapped my ass. I was I was pretty hot about it. Any other moves inside the division that stood out? Obviously, the Dodgers um, they lose Justin Turner to the Red Sox, but then sign JD Martinez. I so just completely kind of a, forgot <laughs> a bit of a, a wife swap or whatever that is with uh, kind of aging sluggers. Uh, JD Martinez coming actually cheaper than Justin Turner, who got the two years. The Dodgers. Sticking with their budgetary plan of no long-term deals, one-year guys, you know, trying to keep keep things under the luxury tax limit and the reset year that the Dodgers are going, it adds more fuel to the Padres' fire. Though that this you got to go win it. This win is an all-in year. Yep. If the Dodgers are unwilling to go over the luxury tax, you know what that means? The Dodgers will likely be unwilling to make any big trades at the deadline to add salary. There's not going to be, you know, that Justin Turner or Trey Turner, Justin Verlander move by the Dodgers. If they're truly committed to their budgetary constraints this year, means it's an excellent year for the Padres to be going for it. I mean and, and, and going for the division title. Now it's hey, first first round by division title, no wild card. You wanna you wanna take down the Dodgers in the regular season this year, not just the playoffs. Yeah, you absolutely do. I mean the Giants have look on on paper it doesn't look sexy but they added Conforto, like you said, did not play last year, shoulder injury. If he can come back and regain form, he's going to be pretty good. Taylor Rogers is uh, reunited with his brother. Um, you know, we've seen enough of Taylor Rogers to know he's pretty hittable. We also saw enough of Taylor Rogers early to know he was pretty unhittable when he first got here. Ross Stripling, they added as well. Sean Manaya, as we just mentioned, Mitch Hanniger and Jock Peterson. So they, they've added bodies. How those bodies gel and how they stay healthy is, is you know, that remains to be seen. There's been a lot of interesting moves. There. Diamondbacks I mean, pulled off a trade that I thought might be helpful for them with the Blue Jays. They traded Dalton Varsha, but they got Lourdes Gurriel yeah. Jr. and then another catcher, Gabriel Moreno. Uh, seemed like a pretty decent move for the Diamondbacks as well. I thought so, too. I thought so, too. I mean, they're again, they're going to be... We saw a little bit from those some of their young guns at the end of the year. I'm not overly concerned about them, but they do have some good pitching. Um, they do have some good pitching. They got some good young talent. I think they'll be a force in a couple of years. I don't know that this year is is that year, but um, look, there's there's a lot of teams that that want it, man. There's a lot of teams I think, frankly, 
that see what the, the Dodgers are doing and say, hey, with that extra wild card spot, why not us? Why can't the Diamondbacks be in? Why can't you know uh, uh, the Texas Rangers get in and, and teams like that that are making some moves? Gut feeling, though, here on, on Ben and Woods on our first show of the year, if you had to kind of rank the NL West as it stands right now, it still feels like it's, it's Padres, Dodgers yeah, at the top. I feel that. A, a bit of a gap then to the Giants. Then I think a smaller bit down to the Diamondbacks and then the, the, the Rockies, Rockies kind of yeah. kind of bringing up the rear. Not that the Rockies don't have some some talent sure. and you know couldn't be dangerous at times, but they, it feels like there's a there's a bit of a, a delineation right now going into 2023 with the division where it stands at the moment. Well, and and if if this game has taught any of us anything, is that it means nothing. I mean, 111 win team goes down in their first round uh, last season, so. It's important. It's important to go out and win the division. It's just important to play good, solid baseball, get hot at the right time. I think we all uh, can step back now and look at that and say, man, I, I can't get super uptight and worried about a, a May 23rd loss. Uh, guy doesn't pitch well. We saw Musgrove rebound tremendously in the playoffs. It's just, a, it's just a weird game. It's a really, really weird game. It's a macro game that we cover on a micro basis, and it, it makes it difficult. And you certainly certainly cannot prognosticate this game. You just can't. You, it, it's so hard. I look at what the Texas Rangers have done, Ben. I can see them winning 75 games. I could also see them winning 107 games. Honest to God. I I have no idea how to call it. None. The I, Angels are like that almost the every Angels year. The Angels are that every single year. You're like, if these guys ripped off 115 regular season wins, wouldn't surprise me a bit. Then they go out and they, they win 77 games. It just It's so hard to prognosticate. There's so many factors that go into it. Um, but I, I think... The flurry of free agency uh, that that's gone down this season—it has been a lot of fun. There hasn't been many trades though. No, it's, there's been almost like there's a couple, almost none. Uh, just a couple. Just a couple. Um, yeah, the Braves, the Diamondbacks, one that I talked about, but there really has been very little on the trade scene this offseason. Well, I read an article. Now it's from I think it was from a Dodger site, but they said that everyone's kind of waiting for the Padres to make the first move because no one wants to set the ask. Nobody wants to set the ask. So. You don't want to set the ask too low, um, and and I, look the the rumors going around. And we could talk about this too. I think we should. You know, there's there's a couple of names that are being floated out there right now, and it's Hassan Kim, it's Trent Grisham, Jake Cronenworth potentially as well. Um, three guys I really don't mind if we start the season with. I really don't want to see any of them go. I like kind of where we are. But, man, if it could net me a Pablo Lopez, I, it'd be tough to talk me out of that deal. Let's talk about some trade possibilities with the Padres uh, coming up in the second half of our show. also want to hear how your guys' uh, holiday went. We didn't really get a chance yeah, to we discuss didn't. Let's any, do that. any good Christmas presents, anything else that went on while we were gone the last couple of weeks. Uh, certainly we had some fun together as a show as well. We'll get into all of that coming up. Two hours down for a show went pretty quickly. See how the next two hours go. Heading toward 10 o'clock on a Tuesday morning. Ben and Woods back with you in 2023 on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. 
Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 